I know you guys have been asking for an update on the Fellowship of the Fantasy Ring, our fantasy football league. Mm -hmm. We're going to give it to you, as well as some Week 7 trade targets. And of course, Thursday Night Football returns. So let's talk about it. Let's get straight to the episode. Welcome to the Fantasyland Football Podcast. Okay, week seven. We are into week seven. You know what's crazy is in less than... If, if we double it right now, right. then we will be in the playoffs for our for our league. <laughs> most of our leagues. So in, our playoffs start week 14. So in another seven I'm weeks. already thinking about the playoffs. But, um, hey, thanks so much for joining us on the pod today. My name is Zach. This is my co-host, Badaki. It is Wednesday, the 21st of September. It is Wednesday, my dudes. And by the way, we we missed our 20th episode anniversary, which was the last one. <laughs> so that officially makes this one our 21st. 21. 21. The 21st episode of Fantasyland Football Podcast. If you have taken the time out, if you joined us from day one, if you're listening to the to the pod for the first time, a big thank you to everyone who has continually supported the show. Yeah. It's been awesome to have so many people a part of this community already in in our first year, Badaki, in our first two months. Yeah, first two months, look, we're going pretty fast. So many people asking for help, you know, advice, fantasy football, just just wanting to have a conversation about football. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it is. We got a great episode for you today. But first, we want to remind you that we do monthly giveaways. Mm-hmm. We just announced the winner of the OBJ jersey giveaway and we've got a really, really exciting giveaway, this next one. Everyone loves this guy. Yeah. Uh, we can't tell you who it is just yet, can we? No, not yet. Oh, I was going to give a little hint, but I think that kind of no, gives it away. No, hints. It gives, it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure that you are following us on Instagram so you don't miss when we announce it at Fantasyland Football. You can subscribe on YouTube if you'd like to watch the show that way. You can listen to the podcast on any podcast platform. And if you like updates on injuries and game days, follow us on Twitter at Fantasyland underscore FB. And Badaki, we just recently started a Patreon page. That's and right. And what, that, what does that mean for our followers? Basically, it's just a way to support the show if you love the content that we are doing, if you love the fantasy advice that we're giving to you. Just a way to let us continue doing that for the next years and for for things yeah. you know months to come it's just a way to, to support the show so go to our patreon patreon.com forward slash fantasyland fam it's a great opportunity to show some love exactly let's get into news what is going on here Need to know news. What is going on around the NFL, around the league right now? We're going to give you some of the latest news happening in the NFL. Firstly, bye weeks. You need to know about this week's bye weeks. Be aware that Miami, Minnesota, Indianapolis, and Baltimore are all on buys. This is the heart of the season where bye weeks are just crushing you every week. That's right. And... I know for you and I, we both have Dalvin Cook in multiple leagues, and I've got uh, Miles Gaskin I've been relying on, and 
it's bye weeks suck. Yeah, let's be honest. Bye weeks do suck. That's that's the whole point of getting running back depth depth in your drafts or in trades now in the season. So we'll see. Yeah, let's talk about this Mike McCarthy news. What's happening in Dallas? It's just a lot of drama. A lot of people saying that he's not coaching. He wasn't adjusting to the game plan. There was just a lot yeah. of things that just wasn't happening. He a lot of players have come out saying that they are frustrated with Mike McCarthy's coaching. He hasn't he hasn't adjusted at all. He hasn't been teaching. He hasn't been a leader mm-hmm. in that locker room that he's supposed to be. It's just it seems, seems like the old Mike McCarthy ways, really. <laughs> yeah, very interesting. Obviously, I'm not sure anything's gonna change for the players that are upset. They're not gonna fire Mike McCarthy yet. Oh, no, I'm not saying as if we want him to be fired. No, either. I think there's a high chance that he could potentially be in question or already. Yeah, I think part of that reason I say he won't be fired yet is because when you lose, is Dak Prescott their best player? Maybe their second. It looks like he's the best player after the way they played last night. Yeah. Or two days ago. Sorry, Look, on Monday Night Football. I think that him losing Dak Prescott kind of saved him. But if they would have lost with Dak Prescott, there would have been a lot yeah. in question. Uh, there's, a lot, sure. there's a lot of ends if or buts. We just got to wait and see what happens. Mike McCarthy. Watch out and, for the butts. Oh, boy. Big bo- big old butts this year. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk about Will Fuller. Apparently, oh. and this is actually from a reliable source, what we think, right? Yeah. <laughs> we love the person who reported this, but Will Fuller. Apparently being shopped by the Texans, and it's not just Will Fuller, actually. No. It is the entire Texans wide receiver core currently being shopped. It, yeah, very interesting. A fire sale, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they could be in a in a rebuild mode. You know, now that Bill O'Brien is there, they're going to want to get a lot of decent pieces around Deshaun Watson, it looks like. I mean, he doesn't have a solid receiver, number one. He doesn't have a good running back. He doesn't yeah. have any tight ends. Like he, he, there's so much that he needs around him. Yeah. with that talent that he you know has. What's crazy is, <clears throat> I know we're done talking about DeAndre Hopkins, whatever. But how do you surround Watson with this talent? Will Fuller is a wide receiver too. He's not a wide receiver one, although he is doing really great filling right. in that role this season. But. Obviously, this is why B.O.B.'s gone, right? <laughs> I mean, he set up the offense like this. And it's just it's just not ha- has been a good year. Let's talk about Mark Ingram. High ankle sprain. We'll probably miss time, but we will find out more information today yeah. and throughout the week. A lot of talk. It's interesting, but... A lot of talk. Yeah, a I- lot of questions about his evaluation, about his sprain evaluation. I don't know if you see. Yeah. I don't know if you have read the articles that I've read. Yeah. saying that his high ankle sprain is kind of if it it is not as bad as it looks, but doctors. Mm. This is what the Ravens are reporting is not as bad as it looks, but the doctors are saying, "Oh, this is bad." So okay. they're expecting him to play. Maybe after the bye week, he gets the extra week of rest. We'll see. Honestly, I just want to see Mark Ingram sit and see what it looks like with J.K. Dobbins there. I don't know if we'll yeah. actually get that chance, but. Probably the biggest news of the week. Tua. It is Tua time in Miami. Tua time. He's officially been named the starter after this bye week. 
His first game as a starter will be against the Chargers. And this is super interesting because we've literally only seen one or two snaps from Tua in the NFL for his entire career. Right. But it's also strange because Fitzmagic was playing very, very well. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think this is a... Let's see what he can bring to the offense now instead of later on down the road. They're in a winning... They're in a position that they're winning. They're over 500. I think that they are testing the waters. They're giving him this start against, you know, a a, a fairly good defense, a, a very good team, I think. And they want to see what he can do. Because if not, they can always go back to, to Fitz Magic. I think that's the thought process yeah. there. You know. They are currently three and three, by the way, but oh. so just at five hundred. Yeah, However, obviously that's pretty great if you're a Dolphins fan from yeah. your previous a bit early decade. A bit early, I think. Yeah, it, it is a bit early. Uh, we had a lot of Dolphin fans message us about this, and most of them were saying it's too early. Yeah. It's too early to put Tua in. With this sort of injury, is it just a mental thing where they're like, you know what, we don't want this injury to be something that follows him into his second year. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Let's put him in. See what we have. Do you think it's a building a confidence? Because what happens if he doesn't play well? I think if he doesn't, that is yeah terrible for your franchise. If you're going to put him in now and he doesn't play well, but that, I think that that's that's the point. They're going to see how he does, evaluate him throughout early early in the year. Then we can be like, you know what, to see where to see if they're going to be in the playoff picture at all. I mean, yeah. I personally don't think so. But if they get into a playoff, um you know to be a playoff contender then obviously they'll go back to fits i think yeah but if they're there if they are in a losing state then you know Tua has some time he has some time to play around instead of just playing with the last three four games of the season and kind of so you know i think you know we we talk we we've talked about it as a football perspective purely football but we have to address this in a fantasy perspective yeah because this is a fantasy football podcast this, for me, because I do own Miles Gaskin and I do own Devontae Parker in a league, this, for me, is frustrating news. I am not excited about this move. As a Dolphin fan, I am... I'm not a Dolphin fan, but if I am a Dolphin fan, <laughs> I am excited to see Tua. I'm excited to see our first round draft pick. The people have compared him to a Drew Brees. I'm excited to see what Tua looks like. But as a fantasy owner of any Dolphin assets, I am not excited because Ryan Fitzpatrick is actually the ideal quarterback for your fantasy assets. He just throws the ball and he's not really worried about getting any sort of interceptions. I don't know what we're going to see from Tua. I don't know either. It's going to be really interesting. Maybe the whole thing flips kind of where like the number two receiver becomes the number one and Devontae Parker loses, you know, touches or even... Miles Gaskin, you know, maybe he'll get more into the passing game because Tua is yeah. a mobile quarterback. He can he can move. So Yeah. Depends. It will be interesting to see how it all pans out. I am not panicking, but I'm scared as an owner of Dolphin <laughs> fantasy players. I was always panicking and if I had Dolphins on my team, to be honest. I was actually I was chilling with Fitz. I was chilling because I know what I'm going to get from Fitz. I don't know what I'm going to get from Tua. Now, 
could this be a situation where we look back at the end of the year and we're like, hell yeah, they should have started Tua. This dude is freaking good. Yes, that could happen, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the ideal scenario to happen. Yeah. I but, think... Sorry, continue. But all I'm going to give you my butt, just the only butt is I'm nervous. I'm, I'm just being, I'm just nervous. Yeah. I, I think it was a bit too early for them to announce that they were going to even play him. I think they should have announced it yeah. the day before the game. So now the Chargers has, have time to game plan for Tua. I think that yeah. that was a big mistake um, in a game plan perspective going into your next game. You, yeah. you could have just had Tua practice. You mean they should have pulled a, a Matt Nagy and just... You know, held the cards close to the chest, oh, and when it was time, hundred percent. All right, hey guys, surprise! Yeah. Tua, Tua starting today. Then, then yeah, the that whole, would have been pretty cool. Yeah, the whole Chargers, you know, defense is like, oh, I don't know, kind of oh. like with the, the Tyrod Taylor <laughs> situation with uh yeah. with Kansas City, Kansas City. Yeah, game, no, that's true. Game plan for it, it definitely would have been a competitive advantage for them, and probably for Tua as well, but. It is what it is. I think we heard that there was potentially people who let this slip into the media and they weren't happy about it because they didn't announce it to the players yet. But, mm. you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. What can you do? We are going to answer two questions from the Fantasyland fam community. We do this every Wednesday on the pod. We answer two questions, which we give you the opportunity to ask on our Instagram, Instagram story. We take two questions from the community and we answer them. The first one from Noah Selby. And I hope I'm saying your last name right, Noah. Noah's been awesome. I actually love how many people have supported the pod since day one. Noah's been one of those guys. The question is, and I think this is a question that's pretty relevant for most people in fantasy right now because of Monday Night Football. Mm -hmm. Are we back to trusting Kenyon Drake again? I'm gonna let you take this one first. No. Period. No. <laughs> if 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 you have Kenny and Drake, you're buzzing because you either started him or you didn't because you weren't expecting him to go off. Two, if I have Kenny and Drake, I'm selling him high right now. If if yep. you had the opportunity. A little preview of the trade targets? Yeah. I I don't think this is somebody you can trust. I think he just had a one off game. We know that the Cowboys defense is terrible. And mm. they were down by a lot, so they gave a lot of opportunity to Kenny and Drake. Yeah, I mean that's re- that that's really the sum up. I don't. You can. I so I want so badly to believe. Here's the thing we were talking about earlier, right? In our group chats, people were like, "Oh, you know, Kenny and Drake is back. Oh, look at Drake. I'm down to trade for Drake," and. The reality is, Badaki, is could he be back? Yeah, he could. He could. I don't know, man. Be back. But <laughs> I am personally not investing anything into Kenyon Drake. I said this in a group text, and I stand by it still. I still would be more interested in a trade that involves Chase Edmonds than Kenyon Drake. And let me explain. Is Kenyon Drake more valuable than Chase Edmonds? Yes, Mm -hmm. he is more valuable. But when I look at a trade and I try to make a trade even and help both teams, if Chase Edmonds is thrown in as a piece, that makes me more excited than if Kenyon Drake was the main piece in a trade. Right. So we're going to talk about this a little bit later on the show. 
but we personally don't trust Kenyon Drake. And myself as a Kenyon Drake owner, I traded him two weeks ago. I can't trust him yet because I've personally been hurt. I've been hurt. I have been backstabbed. I don't think that I can recover from what's happened to me. Yeah, I don't think he... I still don't... I think if we look at the gameplay, he had essentially one good run and two touchdowns. This is how I'm seeing it. He had a lot of carries for not that many yards. His his the chunk of his of his yards came from that I don't know. From that eighty Here's, something yard run. I think he actually ran really well, but it was the Dallas defense. Yeah, exactly. I think that, that was a big part of it. You know what? When you start a game twenty one zero and the other team is fumbling constantly, then you are, your game plan is going to change completely. Why, sure. do you, why do we think that DeAndre Hopkins was completely irrelevant other than the fact that, for whatever reason, Kyler Murray couldn't throw him the ball to save his life accurately? Right. It's because of the game script. I believe that this was a product of game script. Look at the games that Kenyon Drake has played so far. He has always had the volume in the rushing attempts. He's always had rushing attempts. Okay? And this was a perfect opportunity for them to exploit a very weak defense. I think that I, I, I just can't trust it. I are, can't trust Kenyon Drake. Are you starting him next week against Seattle? You have to start him if he's on your team. That's the reality. <laughs> yeah, you have to. I mean, yeah, you, you do have to. But are you starting him with confidence well, then? Not with confidence, but I am starting him. Okay, say no more. Let's talk about our second question from the Fantasyland fam community from Aiden Conrad. Should I sell high on Justin Jefferson or is he going to sustain this level of production? It's a good question. It is a great question. Really good question. Two great questions on the day. Badaki, I'm going to let you go first here. It's kind of hard to say. Uh, I think Justin Jefferson is a great receiver. I don't think he's going to be putting up these extreme amount of numbers every time. Yeah. I think the more realistic game was probably, I think his 14 point game or 15 point game uh, a week or two ago. I think he either played Houston or Tennessee. One of the, one of the, one of the, one of those games. I think that's the more realistic. I think him getting these 30 bombs, almost 40 is not something that you can expect. Here's the good news. His Rest of season schedule after the bye isn't terrible. Green Bay is a pretty good defense in the past. Chicago is a pretty good defense. But up until the playoffs, you've got Detroit, Dallas, Carolina, Jacksonville. So here's how I view it because I actually do own Justin Jefferson. I don't think that people trust him enough yet to trade the value that he is worth. Right. Right. So I have Jefferson in the league and I know that people value him, but they're not going to value him where he currently ranks as a fantasy wide receiver. Right. So unless someone values him the way I think he could produce, because it is a risk either way. If I hold on to him, it's a risk. If I trade him away, it's a risk. But if someone values him with that risk in mind that he could continue to pop off, then I would consider a trade However, I just don't think people trust him yet, even with the big games. No, who, 
And that's my thing. It's kind of hard for me. It's kind of hard to pinpoint my value for Justin Jefferson if I was if I had him and if I was going to trade him. I don't know who I would want for Justin Jefferson. It's almost impossible to 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 value a trade for him right now. I mean, like, would you rather have Mike Evans or Justin Jefferson rest of the season? That's a real question. I mean, with the upside, I'd rather have Mike Evans because of we Mike Evans is proven. He he's known he's known to to be this he's guy. Proven to be average this year yeah this year cooper cup or justin jefferson cooper cup see these are all i i'm not telling i'm not saying i'm 100 percent in on justin jefferson over these guys but i'm not even comfortable losing justin jefferson for one of these guys in a trade if there was a package so mm. see that's hard for me like I, i'm if i had him i'm quick to sell him for for a cooper cup for a mike evans because okay. I'm more comfortable, even though they haven't been. So performing. where's the line for you? More like a Tyler Boyd, a CD Lamb, Claypool. Yeah, yeah. I think that, is, is that more that, the line where of, you are at? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm. I'm going. I don't want anyone. Okay. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks for the questions, guys. We appreciate you. And we're going to talk about Thursday night football matchups. So first, we want to tell you a little bit about RSA. RSA is our sponsor with these monthly giveaways, and they are the go-to for all things sports memorabilia. RSA works directly with athletes, okay? Directly with them. That way, they get the best deals in the industry. RSA is also the largest JSA authenticated autograph distributor and promises a money-back guarantee on all products. We love these guys. They've been so helpful for our giveaways. So if you do want some signed sports memorabilia products, we've had a lot of people DM us saying, where do you get your stuff from? Yeah. Shop RSA.com. Are you ready for some football? Are you ready for some football? Are you ready for some football? Okay. Thursday night football is back. No more waiting until this Sunday nonsense, okay? Thursday night football is back, and it's back with a news of a matchup, <laughs> isn't it? Let go. The New York football giants, Badaki's heart, at the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, wow. does anyone want to win this division? <laughs> the, look, we do. We definitely do. We are going. Do you? I don't want. I'm not going to say we're going to win this division. After the Cowboys, there's a lot of hope. After Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz being out, there's a lot of hope. Right now, the only team that has some sort of a chance, in my eyes, is us and the Eagles, personally. Okay. Anyways. I'm at a place as a Washington fan where I just want to to tank for a really great quarterback. <laughs> Trevor so Lawrence. That. Over under for this game is 44, and I believe the under will be safe, but don't take our word for that. Yeah. Let's talk about Giants. Your New York football Giants. Who are you watching this game? Look, there's not really much to watch. I think a perfect <laughs> opportunity for somebody to go off. These two specific guys for me has to be Evan Ingram, Devonta Freeman. Darius Slate mm. saying is hurt. He's had uh, I think an ankle injury. Is he hurt? Um, he he's hurt. It's, it's not. I don't think isn't. I don't think it's questioned that he's going to play. I think he's questionable okay. leading up. It's very limited at practice right now. He has like a hamstring yeah, ankle gotcha. injury. Um, and Danny Dimes obviously we're kind of watching just to see how how he performs if he can protect the ball. But I think if you have the Evan Ingram, you're probably questioning should I be starting him? 
I think you should. I think this is a great opportunity for the Eagles to kind of, or not the Eagles, but for Evan Ingram to say, hey, I'm still here. I'm still relevant. Yeah. Yeah, it will be interesting to see how that plays out. I think for me, I think everyone feels this way. It's kind of a typical Thursday night football matchup. It's like football's on. Okay, who we got? All right. (laughs) The Giants at Eagles. You know what? I'm just happy to have football, so I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But let's talk about the Eagles side of the ball. A lot of injuries have plagued this team the entire year. So let's talk about it. The big injuries, as of now, Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz, both officially ruled out, which means that Boston Scott and Dallas Goddard, if he is back, because he is on IR, but he might come back from IR this week, will be great plays against the Giants' defense. Yes or no? Yep, I think so. Uh, I think that Dallas Goddard could be a guy, like I said, if he is back, you can play with some sort of confidence. And Boston Scott, look, the Giants have been giving a lot of, you know, points to the running back position. Uh, I think they're a little bit better. than I think Travis Fulham would have a little bit of a tougher matchup this week because the Giants surprisingly has been giving, I think, what, the um, seventh fewest points to wide receivers. So wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it was it was something. It's something I don't I, I don't have. You this. guys spent a lot of money in free agency on cornerbacks, didn't you? You got uh, Lo, was it Logan Ryan, Logan and Ryan, James Bradbury. We have a lot James of Bradbury. good talent out there. We have Xavier McKinney still on. You know, I like to call him James Burberry. I don't James even know why. Burberry. I just you know, I honestly don't know why. But yeah, so he was supposed to sign with Washington. All this talk about yeah, Ron there was a lot of talks. I'm so. glad we got him finally. We needed some 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 help there. But I think yeah. these guys are gonna have a tough day. Um, because, like I said, we actually been doing pretty decent against the wide receivers. So we'll see what happens. You never know. It's always the Giants, though. They can always do something stupid. Someone gets hurt, and then oh yeah, you know they're good at that. Yeah, classic. The whole NFC East is pretty pretty good at doing something stupid. Let's be honest. It will be a game to watch. I was gonna say an exciting game, but I'm not sure how excited I am at this point. Just. Someone please be good in the NFC East so we can stop being the laughing stock of the NFL. Yeah. Please. Honestly. Please. Let's talk about our fantasy football league. Let's give you an update on the league. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Let's talk about the guys in our fantasy football league, the Fellowship of the Ring, or we are now calling it the Ring for short. Hey, have you had a chance to get to know the guys in our fantasy football league yet? If you haven't, head to our Instagram. There's a story highlight that says the owners, and you'll be able to see a player profile for every single player in our league. And we also talk about these guys pretty consistently. We show their trades. We show any sort of drama that happens in the league. But let's talk about an update from this week. The highest scorer after losing Dak Prescott, Brandon Baca (laughs) with 148 points, 148 plus points. He started Kirk Cousins and it did not look good in the first, what, three quarters? And then something turned around. Something. uh, Classic Kirk, though. One. Two. This is a huge surprise. Yeah. 
That's all. That's all I can say. Huge surprise by him. It is a huge surprise. Brandon Baca, or his team name, the Tampa England Patroneers, has been probably the surprise of the year thus far, sitting at four and two. And what can you do other than give props to Baca? Um, it will be cool to see how this holds up the rest of the year. And the lowest scorer, I'm sorry, Bricks. Tommy, your boy, Bricks, Bockley, with just 56 points on the week. Oh, no. His team name ain't nothing but a Jimmy G thing. Under 56 points. And, oh, my goodness. To say he was unlucky is the biggest understatement. Let me let me take you through his roster right quick, okay? All right. Aaron Rodgers. GG's. Kareem Hunt. GG's. Devontae Adams. Unlucky. Allen Robinson. I mean, some of these guys could have put up 50 points on their own, and somehow he finishes the week with just 56 points. It's honestly, I, I Bricks is one of those people you want to see win, right? 100%. You know, this is his first year in the league, and I think he has a talented team. He's been hurt with, with injuries. I think he made a couple questionable trades, but he has... Two top receivers with with Detective Adams and Allen Robinson. He's just hurts in the running back position. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe well, he can make a trade for somebody good. Every week we give you a weekly recap from the guys. We get to hear from them. So let's take you through the week six recap. What's happening, guys? What's going on, Fantasyland? It's JB, aka Dirty Mike, and the boys here. It's your boy Wesley. What's up, boys? Yo, what up? It's Dicky here, reflecting on week six. Another loss. Look, two and four. It's not the position I wanted to be in. Worst week um, I've ever had. Had a great team. Probably the strongest I could think of. A tough week in fantasy. Another great week for my team. Uh, four and two, and that's huge. I started some great people, and none of them got half of what I expected. Literally no one performed. It is what it is and just moving on forward from here. You came up against the king this week and that king was Derek Henry. What a <laughs> player Joe's got on his hands there. King Henry, Derek Henry, he showed up and showed out. Not a whole lot you can do about it. Jay Wes is one of these, he does these <laughs> and I just did this and that's how we're gonna do it, that's how we're gonna win. Mark Andrews, two points, come on, get better. I started Rodgers from Green Bay, horrible. Hopefully Juju can perform a little bit better than giving me two points. I was gonna start Naeem Hines, but I decided to swap, uh, start Swift instead, and obviously has paid off. All I want you guys <laughs> to do this week is replay my recap from three weeks ago. I was 0-3, I said I'd be coming back, now I'm 3-3, three and three. no update needed, charging. Looking to come back stronger <laughs> next week. And I start with Brendan Barker next week, so hopefully get a win. Really, really happy, I think it's great to be 4-2. Feel confident about next uh, next week. Steve had a horrible week, like me. Looking forward to another W, <laughs> I'll tell you about it next week, same time, same place. Looking forward to week seven. Looking forward to week seven. Oh my goodness. For those who were not able to watch on YouTube, if you're listening, Joe Dickow says Wesley likes to do this. And he was motioning with his hands that Wes likes to talk. And I think it's true, actually. (laughs) Wes does like to talk. Wes is a little talk. But Joe was saying, I do the walk, you know. Wesley is a little bit of a talker, isn't he? Yeah, he's... Excuse me. He, He just talks. It's his first year. It's funny. He knows a lot. I think he he's just a, a lot of talk. All I'm saying is that I'm undefeated. If you want to make a trade, I, I can lose. I'm winning to lose this week. Because yeah. I mean Dalvin's on a bye. Oh, this week. 
Yeah. We are playing each other this week, actually. Yes, 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 yes. We are playing each other. The mm. co-hosts are playing each other in week seven. Myself and Badaki will square off. Obviously, we each week we give an update on the league, so you'll be able to see how each player performed. Yeah. We just posted an update on our league from this week on our Instagram. So go have a look. You can see how each team played, their points that they put up, and the current standings of the league. But let's go through the league rankings quickly. I want to highlight a couple areas. Brandon Baca sitting at second. Surprise. It, it, this is a huge surprise. I think it's just purely luck. luck. He Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, right? What is fantasy other than some good guessing and luck? Honestly, right? It's, it's actually crazy. Like His team, I think somebody that I wasn't expecting to go off on his team was Robbie Anderson. I think that was the biggest yeah. the biggest piece in his team that has been going mm-hmm. off that he's picked up that no one has expected to go off he got robbie anderson and john o. smith yeah john o. smith's been a great pickup for him mm-hmm. joe sitting at second he's been consistent or is that um, jb jb's at yeah. second mm-hmm. jb sitting at second um we're not surprised by jb anymore well, wait, he, he's not surprised Baka's sitting at second Oh, sorry. Third. JB's at third. <laughs> Joe is at fourth. And Joe's been consistent. Sam Green is in fifth. He's in the playoff picture after starting 0-3. Wow. Finds himself in the playoff picture today. Yeah, it, it's huge. I mean, this is where we all expected Sam to be, at least in, in a position to get himself into the playoffs. I mean, hopefully he can win. I don't know who he plays this week, but mm. it's probably not, not that. Playoffs? What are you talking about? <laughs> playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? And the last person in the playoff picture right now is myself. Mm. If the season were to end today, I gave Daniel Ilioy his first win. Feels great. I said this last week on the pod. I feel like every time someone wants to just have their best week of the year so far, they decide to go up against me. And Deshaun Watson decide, hey, I'm actually a great football player. And look, it's a lot of complaining for me, I'll be honest. But Let's look at 7 through 12 quickly. Steve, he's got no running backs. And he doesn't want to trade. It is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. 8, Wesley. <laughs> you, you wrote this down. Wesley is where he belongs. <laughs> Why did you say that? He's just all talk. He's, he, like you said earlier, uh, Joe said it. He's all talk. Is where he needs to be. Wesley has... You know, he's he's he did a really dumb trade early in the season. Point blank period. That's, yeah. that's all I got to say. Okay. And at eight, at nine, sorry, we've got Elijah, 10, Luke, 11, Ilioy with his first win, and 12th is Tommy, has been very unlucky this year. If you want to see the complete rankings, head to our Instagram. You'll be able to see the rankings there. But every Wednesday, we give you some trade targets for the week, so let's talk about it. To trade this dude and don't even get a first-round pick it's yeah. damn near a fireable offense, clearly because of emotion, because it makes no football clearly. sense whatsoever. Trade targets. Each week, we give you some trade targets that we want you, or not want you to, but we would advise to trade for and trade away. So let's talk about this quickly, just to set this segment up. When we tell you to trade someone away, we always have to say this because the list is always a little bit controversial. When we tell you to trade someone away, we are not telling you to get nothing for them. 
We always love to sell high and buy low. So that means when we're telling you to trade for someone, we're not telling you to give up the world for them, but probably there's some opportunities to get them on the cheap. So, Badaki, why don't you start us off with our first trade for target? That's right. Look, um, this one specifically is if you're in the position to trade for him. I think somebody like this is a great opportunity for someone like me that is 6-0 that I can kind of sit on a running back to kind of get him in when he comes back healthy. Yeah. I can plug him in. And that guy is Miles Sanders. Obviously, he has an ankle sprain. He'll be out one to two weeks. It looks like he's probably not going to come back after his bye week because he's playing the Giants, obviously, Thursday, and then Dallas next Sunday, um, week eight. And then he has a bye week, week nine. And then he comes back to New York at week 10. So there's a lot of great mm-hmm. opportunity for Miles Sanders if you need a running back, if you struggle with running backs, if you are in a position to sit on a running back, I think Miles Sanders is a great trade for Target this week. I like it. I like it. I think, like you said, you have to be in a position where you can trade for him. Yeah. If you need running backs right now, a lot of people do. This is not your trade target, is it? No, no. I think you can trade away somebody that you don't necessarily... I don't know. I'm trying to think of like somebody like Steve that doesn't have any... A great example, Steve had Alvin Kamara on the buy and then he had Devin Singletary. He had no other running backs. He didn't even have a backup. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you know, maybe if somebody that is in this opportunity uh, in this position like Miles Sanders and only has now one running back, maybe you can trade him a running back for a couple weeks and then, yep. you know, sell him, sell him, get him on the low, essentially. Yep. OK, my first trade for Target. And let me set this up because I hadn't originally planned to have this guy as my trade for Target. Right. But then we got a DM from someone saying, I'm currently being offered Mike Evans for Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. And I said, no way, man. If you're giving up Zeke, there's no way Mike Evans is a fair enough value for a player like Zeke. And he said, no, I'm receiving Ezekiel Elliott. So here's the reason I'm bringing this up. Because there's obviously people out there who are worried about Ezekiel Elliott, right? right? We've Mm -hmm. seen it already in our DMs. His last game was probably one of the worst games he's ever had as a professional running back. 12 points. And, you know, the 12 points are okay, but the way he played was not good. Two fumbles. Yeah. And both of those fumbles were crushing to the Cowboys. Yes. Right? They just took them out of the game completely. Now, the Cowboys game planned to have Zeke as a featured player in their offense. And I think Zeke is the type of player where that's not going to change because of one bad game. Right. That game chan is that game plan, sorry, is not going to change. They're not going to be like, oh, you know what, Andy Dalton, just do what Dak did and just chuck the ball all over the field and <laughs> scramble for some first downs. They genuinely need Zeke to actually have a chance at winning this division. This is his worst game of the year. He is an elite talent. You drafted him probably with the third overall pick in the draft. Find an owner in your league who is panicking on Zeke. I would love to have Zeke on my team because I believe he's a great he's a great running back. Yeah. And I think 
What you have to know, though, when you're trading for Zeke is you're probably not trading for the 25, 30-point games anymore. I don't know how realistic that is anymore. But you are trading for the 18 to 22-point games on a consistent basis. Right. And that's the type of player that I want in my team. I want someone who's consistent like that. So for me, he's a great buy-low candidate for someone who might be panicking. Yeah, I... I think so as well. I actually have Zeke. I've actually sent a couple offers earlier today before we were actually recording. You didn't send me none. <laughs> nah. I, I kind of wanted to test the waters. Look, I still think Zeke is the guy. I still think that they're going to go through him. I just want... I'm just shopping. I'm just shopping. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a vibe. Yeah, well, I just want to let you know that my DMs are open, brother. <laughs> Easy. You sent me a trade after this. Okay. Um, I'm just looking at his schedule right now. And I'm just looking at the playoffs. He's in the NFC East, so it's probably a pretty good uh, Now, Cincinnati, San Fran, Philly in his playoff picture. If you were in a playoff picture for fantasy, 14, 15, 16. I still like those odds. I think that's honestly good. Yeah, I think that's I, good because I, like I don't it. think SF is the defense we thought it was. And <laughs> no. Cincinnati's a smash start. Philly yeah. is hit or miss, so... If if yeah, I think if I you like have it. Zeke, definitely shop him. See what people see what people are are gonna offer you because I think that's a good opportunity for you maybe to to cash in on something. But if yeah. you don't want to, anyways, on to my next yeah. guy. My guy here, the trade for, which was oh, this is interesting. This yeah, which what you just said, Mike Evans for Ezekiel Elliott. I'm actually trading for Mike Evans. I know Mike Evans has. But just clarify what we what we just talked about. You do believe that Zeke is way more valuable than Mike oh, Evans, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Let's just get that hundred percent away. Zeke is more valuable than Mike Evans. Mike Evans' value is nowhere near Ezekiel Elliott's. I think Mike Evans' value is still high, but let me tell you why. I think Mike one one Mike Evans is a top top fifteen receiver. Maybe not this year, but he has been on the list of being a talent top. wise, of course. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously Mike doesn't look like himself this year. He's been hurt with injury. He has a new quarterback. He had two points last week. And you know, Mike has been very inconsistent. He's been up and down. He's been hurt. He's been only getting two yards, but two touchdowns. You know, he's 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 kinda up and down. Like why is he not getting these targets that you wanted? Yeah. I think Mike Evans will get these targets. Why? Because the field is going to open up for Tom. Purely because Chris Godwin is back. And Tom loves, obviously, that slot receiver. And Mike Evans is going to get those deep down the field passes, which we've have, yeah. we've seen Tom Tom taking yeah. the chances, which, we, yeah. which, which is a surprise. So, mm-hmm. obviously, Mike right now is averaging six targets per game, which is not where you want it to be. I think that would actually go up personally in the next couple of weeks i think his schedule during the playoffs is pretty good against minnesota atlanta and then detroit i think there's a great a great playoff opportunity to have a, a great opportunity to trade for mike evans now to stash him away <clears throat> excuse me to stash him away for for the playoffs obviously yeah. you know like maybe you can trade somebody on the low maybe you can trade somebody I'm trying to think of somebody I can trade. Maybe maybe you can trade a, a Terry McLaurin or a mm. – I think that's because Terry's been up and down. That quarterback situation there is not where you want to be, the Washington Redskins. So you'd rather have Terry or you'd rather have Mike? Uh, look, look, I think I can do a package. Maybe that includes Terry from Mike and a couple other pieces. I'm not, I'm not doing a straight swap. I think mm. that's the evaluation that I'm going for. Um, okay. Uh, I just think there's a perfect opportunity to get Mike Emmons right now. 
because Godwin's out, like I said, the field's going to open up. He will get more targets because he won't be double team as you think. Maybe Chris Godwin will get the double team. I, I just see a great yeah. I, I see a great opportunity right now for Mike Evans. I like it. I like it. And I'm going to take you to a very similar situation as Zeke. Devontae Adams. Okay. I see, again, we always look at buy low scenarios. There's not a trade that we will tell you to trade for that's not a buy low candidate. Okay. Devontae Adams coming back from the injury had just 12 points last week against Tampa Bay. Here's the good thing. The targets were there. 10 targets. He caught six of those targets, but 10 targets for Devontae Adams, that's actually low. Wow. He's going to have more targets every game. He's the type of wide receiver that averages anywhere from 12 to 15 targets a game. A lot of this was the game script. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae were not on the same page. And you can tell there was a little bit of rust there. Yeah. Okay. But here's the good news. The targets were there. And Devontae's already had his bye week. And for me, at this point of the season, players who have already had their bye week are very valuable to me. Because if I'm in a two and four, or what would you be now? Yeah, you would be two two and and four. four, If I'm in a three three and three. three, If I'm in a one and five. Five players who have already had their buy, I am looking for those guys. Yeah. Because I really need to plug my stars in. I cannot be sitting my stars right now. Devontae Adams is an elite talent. This will probably be his worst game for the rest of the year. I don't think he has a game that's worse than this. Obviously, when he got injured, he had that low, below seven-point game. But from this point onwards, I don't think he will have a game that is worse than 12 points. So, trade for Devontae Adams. I believe it's a great buy-low candidate. Let's now talk about trade-away targets. And we don't need to spend too much time on my first one because we already talked about it. Kenyon Drake. Drizzy. We've already talked about this, but Mm -hmm. here's the main thought behind it. I don't believe that this one game changes the way I view Kenyon Drake. Let me ask you, Kenyon Drake owner, be honest with yourself right now. Be very honest with yourself. How do you feel about starting Kenyon Drake next week? I know in the I know in the chats, I know when you're texting people about trades, bro, I'm not worried about Kenyon Drake. Bro, Kenyon Drake popped off. Of course I can start him with confidence. <laughs> I know what you're really feeling. That's I've right. been there before. I know you're worried, okay? The game script, again, I believe was the biggest reason he had the game he had. So I don't want to spend too much on it, but I am looking to sell high on Kenyon Drake. And I don't think I'm alone. I genuinely think if you're sitting out there and you have Kenyon Drake, you feel the same. That's right. Let's say someone offers you Josh Jacobs. Let's say someone offers you Todd Gurley. Mm. Let's say someone offers you Clyde. Mm. All these players, I am taking over Kenyon Drake. Wow, I'm. You were saying all these names. I was like, yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking all those players. But like, equal valuation. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like Miles, Miles Gaskin. I'm thinking mm. David Johnson. You would rather have Miles? No, I, I would rather have K 
Kenyon Drake over Miles Gaskin just purely because of his opportunity. Okay. But yeah. I, I think right now I'll probably have David Johnson over Kenyon Drake. That's an interesting one because we talked about this last week. I do not feel excited starting David Johnson at any point. So they're they're in a very similar place. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. I'll continue with mine. Wow, once again, trade away. Huge controversy here. We love it. A lot of controversy here. <laughs> but my guy this week is Aaron Jones. And let me tell you why. Aaron Jones, look, we saw the struggle what? last game. Yeah, the struggle last game was against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and what I what what I what I took away from that game was the snap counts. Okay. Okay. This was the first time we saw all three backs being used in somewhat in a very evenly distributed game. Aaron Jones has thirty was had a thirty six snaps. Okay. Thirty six snaps. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's pretty Sounds good. Yeah. Um, Williams. I'm forgetting his first name. Yeah. Jamal Williams. Yeah. Thirty-two snaps. Oh. Okay. That's not good. That's basically fifty-fifty from from those guys. And then AJ Dillon came in with ten. Obviously, oh. this game plan probably switched because they were down by a lot. And maybe they're just like, you know what? They probably resting Aaron Jones. Let's not risk it anymore. Yeah. Let's kind of give it this opportunity. But I think if I'm an Aaron Jones owner, I'm very concerned because we saw Jamal Williams before the bye against that Atlanta versus that Atlanta team. Jamal was getting some some snaps. He was getting some opportunity. Yeah. And this is what we were scared of in the beginning of the season, before mm-hmm. the season started mm-hmm. drafting Aaron Jones. And I think if, like I said, if you're an Aaron Jones owner, I'm panicking. If I have him, I'm trying to sell. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to sell him. I think a good opportunity to a uh, good opportunity right now for Aaron Jones owners is to trade maybe for a Zeke. Hmm. And I think, I think that's a pretty, like, I don't think that's a fair evaluation, but I don't think you can do a one and one. I think Zeke has a lot more value. And if your Zeke owner is telling you that he has a lot more value than Aaron Jones, he's right. I would think that you probably can do a package, maybe Aaron Jones throwing somebody small, get Zeke and somebody small again. You know, I, I like okay. to do packages. I, I'm a, you know, yeah. like, uh, I like that. I don't think our league has almost ever done a straight one for one. No. And if it was, it was just something. I'm just going to put my two cents in there right quick. Mm-hmm. I personally would not be panicking if I owned Aaron Jones. I just don't like, but yeah. I, I get the, I get the, I get it. Yeah. I think once again, this is a great opportunity maybe for you, like I said, to get Zeke. Like the Zeke owners, Zeke owners are yeah. panicking, and maybe you're panicking. I like that. I just don't like that. I I don't like that he is splitting carries in any way, period. Yeah, and he's supposed yeah. to be a top back right now. Zeke is the top back. He's not splitting carries at all. Obviously, well, he Tony, was. Tony's got some, but that was mainly because of the, the fumbles, fumbles. So yeah, exactly. No, you're, you're right. But okay, have all have right. a look, boys. Have a look. Let me know. All right. Well, let's get on to my last trade away target and i don't think i need to explain this one too much either michael gallup wow look i could sit here and tell you stats all day about michael gallup and why it doesn't look great but if you own michael gallup you are very aware of how frustrating it is to own him you drafted him probably to be a wide receiver too maybe a wide receiver three in fantasy this year. And a lot of people probably told you that that was safe. Yeah. 
Now, the year has not gone the way you wanted it to as a Michael Gallup owner. And we had the thought, hey, Andy Dalton, won't be too much drop-off. Maybe Michael Gallup will be that guy. Yeah. Maybe, you know, certain quarterbacks like certain people. And I'm not overreacting after one game because we have seen the body of work from Michael Gallup in this offense. Here's the thing, and I know this might be controversial. The only wide receiver in Dallas I actually want on my team is C.D. Lamb. Yeah. The only wide receiver I want on my team. (laughs) I agree. I'm not telling you that C.D. Lamb is more valuable than Amari Cooper because he's not. But I'm not willing to give up the value that someone would want for Amari Cooper. I might be willing to give up the value for a C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb, you could tell in that offense, he is a part of the game plan. They are trying to get C.D. in space and let him go after the catch because he is elite at doing that. And even as a rookie, he's elite after the catch. For me, I think they know that. The coaching staff knows that C.D. is the guy that they want to get the ball to. So I just personally don't want any part of Michael Gallup and I don't want any part of Amari Cooper either. If someone sends me a trade and it involves Cooper, I'm not excited about it personally. But if someone sends me a trade and the value is a little bit different and they send me C.D. Lamb for a lower player on my team, I'm interested. So all that to being said, all that being said, it might be a sell Cooper and Gallup, but mainly I'm focusing on Michael Gallup to trade away. Yeah. Get him off your team. I don't like him either anymore. I mean, a lot of talks coming into the season, obviously. Things have changed. Yeah. But I'll continue with mine and finish it off here. My last trade away guy is Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder. Look, he's been doing great. He's been doing good yeah. when he's been on mm-hmm. the field. He's been getting his targets. He's been getting the opportunity to play. One, two, the, like I said, he's just been getting a lot of opportunity. Even with the mm-hmm. QB changes, Joe Flacco, uh, Sam Donald, they're still targeting Jamison Crowder because he's the most reliable receiver on that team. Yeah. But I think it's time that like we have to realize what team that he's on, that he's on. And that's the the Jets. <laughs> like, That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful. That's right. To, to perform like that. You don't want you don't want anyone on the Jets offense at mm-hmm. all to be performing on your team and, and, and relying on this guy to be putting up any sort of I don't care I don't care if he gets twenty points. No, nah, maybe I would. I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> I don't care like how well he's doing. I think we we really need to look at the team that he's on because once again, Le'Veon Bell is gone, and James Sakrata is the only threat on that team. And yeah. th- they're rebuild mode, I think. You know what? I was about to tell you, isn't that great that they're bad because they will need to throw to Jameson Crowder? But I think the argument goes both ways because mm-hmm. you could say that, but you could also say, who in the world is the defense focusing on other than Jameson Crowder now? That's right. Right? Exactly. That could be a really bad thing. So I, I see where you're going with this. And I think you can trade him because he's he's his value is, I think he's pretty high. I think he's in the top, what, 25 yeah. receivers right now in fantasy. Mm-hmm. You can get somebody a little bit of value or that has, that's on a better team. I think that that's the mm-hmm. biggest, that's that's the biggest takeaway here. I'm, tra- I'm trading Jameson Crowder for somebody that's just on a better team, period. Yep. And the, I like it. the people that I'm thinking of is like T. Higgins, maybe a Devonta Parker, maybe you know 
because obviously, you know, Parker hasn't been very consistent. DJ Chalk hasn't been very consistent. Mm-hmm. But you would still rather I would still rather have those guys over Jameson Crowder. Yeah. No, I'm 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 with you there. I think I was sent in a trade with Crowder in it today, and I'm just not excited about it, to be honest. So Yeah. Okay, we are going to do a risk taker trade. We do this every week. We like to take risks in fantasy sometimes, and sometimes it pays off, but obviously this guy is a massive risk. Yeah. This name is probably a disappointment for you to hear it. But, Doki, let's take less than a minute and make our argument why J.K. Dobbins is a risk taker this week. Go. That's right. Look, Mark is Mark Andrews is hurt. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins is the next guy up. And I Ingram, think Ingram. Mark Ingram, sorry. Yeah, Mark Ingram is hurt. J.K. Dobbins is the next guy up. There is a lot of opportunity for J.K. Dobbins if Mark doesn't play. Obviously, there's a lot of talk that Mark is going to play after the bye week and this injury is not as bad. I think it's I think it's opposite. I think this injury is bad. He's going to be out two to four weeks. And J.K., like I said, is the next guy up. Good, good opportunity for him. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give you 10 seconds as to why that offense should be the best rushing offense. Maybe they'll figure out, figure it out. <laughs> and if they do and you got J.K. on your team, then you traded for nothing to get That's him. Exactly. That is our trade for and trade away targets of the week. Don't miss our next episode, okay? We are going to give you week seven start, sit advice and Hail Mary matchups of the week. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fantasyland Football so you don't miss our next giveaway announcement. It is coming this week. That's right. We are excited about it. And hey, if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, you should. It's honestly, we, we love our YouTube. We're trying to improve it every Every yeah. single week with cool new things. We have, you know, maybe potentially a studio coming in the next month or two or whatever it might look like. But make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube so you don't miss the next video. But hey, thank you so much for listening. We're excited for week seven football. Thursday night football is oh on tomorrow night. Are the Giants going to get the dub? Absolutely. I'm believing. We're doing this for <laughs> Say Say. We love you, Say. I hope you're doing well. Speedy recovery. Mm, what you say (laughs) okay thank you so much for listening guys we appreciate all of you we'll see you on the next one as always see you there see you there hey yeah you the one listening to this podcast you made a good decision today Keep making those good decisions. You know what? Go ahead and do a little dance right now like no one's watching. Because you, you deserve it.